0: Welcome to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. These shows are unedited, uncensored, and unbelievably good. I would love it if you joined us on Instagram when we go live with awesome guests and great topics. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on the live shows tab on my profile. I hope to see you there. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Wendy Valentine here. Happy Thursday. It's our second time going live this week. I had such a great time. The first time I had to do it again. (laughs) Today we are going to talk about becoming a love magnet. Oh, yes. If you're ready to jump off the roller coaster and attract the love you... attract. Jump off the dating roller coaster. Good golly, I can't read today and attract the love you deserve. You are going to love the show. Our guest today is Dr. Morgan Anderson. She is a clinical psychologist and relationship coach, host of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast, creator of the ESL relationship method and author of the book love magnet. It is such a good book, you guys. She helps you break the toxic dating cycle, raise your self-worth, and attract the healthy relationship you've always wanted. Please welcome Dr. Morgan Anderson. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Wendy. <laughs> ah, you made it. It's always, it always says that. It's like waiting. Uh-oh. I think there's there's a lot of people that yes. love about the dating roller coaster. I know
1: that was me for like a decade. I, I was at the point where I was like, okay, I'm just yeah. be single, get a lot of dogs, travel the world. Like, I was so <laughs> over it. So, yeah. Yeah, it is exactly definitely feel that way.
0: And I think, especially for my peeps, uh, being at midlife, like, well, first of all, if you go into the dating world at Midlife and you haven't mm-hmm. been there in like, you know, 20, 30 years, it's like, oh my gosh, it's all about the swiping and that can get really exhausting. Yes. So I'm sure we'll talk we about need that to. Too.
1: I get asked that all <laughs> the time. Like, how do I do the dating yeah. apps? They're so annoying. So we'll, we'll dive into that. Oh my gosh. I can't, I can't imagine. Those
0: weren't really popular mm. yet. Like when I started dating, it was still mm-hmm. the match.com thing.
1: Which sounds kind of fun, but
0: I almost needed this. Yeah,
1: it can do a lot of work. And that's, I always tell people you want the apps to work for you. You want to be using the apps, not feel like you're getting used by the apps. Like it's your tool. So I always, yeah, yeah always talk about that. Yes. So,
0: Oh, so tell everyone a little bit how like you got into doing So
1: like that many way. people who go down the clinical psychology route, I <laughs> definitely experienced a lot of childhood trauma, went through all kinds of things in my own family. Mm. Um, and then what happened is I was in graduate school getting my doctorate in clinical psychology and I found myself dating a narcissist for about a year and a half. Uh And it was awful, awful, awful. As you can imagine, I hit rock bottom. Um, and it really was at that low point that I said, I cannot date like this anymore. Like there's no way that I'm ever going to have a relationship if this is how I continue to show up. So I just committed to healing and I threw myself into studying attachment theory in my research and here we are. (laughs) So yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I went down my own healing journey. Now I've helped, you know, hundreds of women heal and attract a great relationship. So how long so have you been a psychologist? Since 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a long time. So I'm sure like
0: just your, what you've learned through that has even helped. Oh, just, yeah. Like, just even the basics of learning more about human behavior. And it's so great, I think, to take a step back. Um, from dating and going, okay, what, wait, what is going on here? Like what's the, yeah, I think think my psych
1: background really Mm -hmm. helped me realize Mm -hmm. how our childhoods are so connected to how we show up in our adult dating lives and really connecting those pieces. So, um, I'm very grateful for that background and then getting to focus on attachment theory and focus on helping people in love. It's my dream, dream job. I'm so passionate about it. So tell
0: us a little bit more about attachment theory. Attachment
1: theory is the framework to help you understand why you do what you do in relationships and why you are attracted to the people that you're attracted to. Because if you're anything like me, you might have been like, oh my God, why do I always like the emotionally unavailable men, the ones who won't commit, right? Like I'm always attracted to them. So attachment theory helps you understand why. And then it'll help you learn how to show up in a healthy way and show up in a securely attached way.
0: Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, and there, so there's different yes, types of, uh, yes. attachments, right?
1: So what I are, love what it. I those, love when people are, are like, tell me all those all the things. Okay. So there's four <laughs> different attachment styles. We have anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, disorganized, mm-hmm. and secure. I'll give you a super short summary of each. Okay. Okay. Anxious is where you are valuing the relationship above yourself and you have that fear of abandonment. And you're probably Mm -hmm. the one that's like needing a lot of reassurance, sending a ton Uh of text messages. That's anxious. Um, (laughs) Avoidant is where Mm -hmm. intimacy is really hard for you and you really value your freedom over the the partner, right? Mm. So you're always worried about, Am I gonna lose my freedom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like
0: losing yourself through the relationship. And so you yeah, kind of try to keep this. And you're distance.
1: oftentimes okay. really afraid that somebody's okay. gonna let you down or that you will let someone down. This is the guy mm-hmm. that like disappears for three mm-hmm. weeks and then like will send you a random text. How's it going? You're like, uh, you die, yeah. apparently. Um that that's an avoidant attacking style, <laughs> right. right? Um And then we have disorganized, which is really a painful style because you're constantly going back and forth between anxious Mm. and avoidant. So it's like one moment you're, you're sending the text messages. You're like, I want this to work. I want to be with you. And then the next day you're like, you should break up. I'm going to Cabo. (laughs) Uh So it's very, it's like a a (laughs) pendulum swing back and forth. And that's usually connected to childhood trauma.
0: And I can imagine though, for the other person. That would be hard to deal with because oh, then they're so unpredictable. Yeah. You're not really knowing you can't rely on them
1: because you're like, you what went through that. The person where they're like, let's make it work. And then next yeah. day they're like, I'm out, right? Or it doesn't even have to be that drastic. Yeah, Someone right. who gets close to you and then they pull away, like you have a wonderful date, and then you don't hear from uh-huh. them for three weeks. You know, it's it's exhausting to go back and forth. Right. Secure. Yeah. And then the (laughs) secure, the the style that we all want, this is where you say my needs matter and the needs of the relationship matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I can value Mm -hmm. value myself and value my partner. I can set boundaries. I can communicate assertively Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I really value having a partner and I make it a priority.
0: Mm-hmm. So you can you toggle in between? Yes, the
1: everyone has a percent okay. of each of those styles that we just talked about. Anxious avoidant mm-hmm. and um, a, a secure attachment. And actually, I do have a quiz and I, I like my mm-hmm. quiz not to do a plug, but it gives you your percentages. So it, it's interesting to know oh, nice. like, which style do you spend the most time in? That's your default attachment style. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And I can imagine though, too, that even like your attachment style can oh. be somewhat comfortable for you. Like to be, to be actually, it sounds odd, I guess, but to actually be secure yeah. would feel uncomfortable. Like it would, like, you know, like if, if you try even just tried it on, be like, oh my God, no, yeah. I'm not secure in this. Like I'm, you probably get anxiety about being in the, the secure, you know, if you, it's, so, I mean, but it's possible, it's possible to move out of anxious or avoidance. What was the other one? Yeah. Dis, um, uh, disorganized. Okay. So it's possible yeah. to move out of those three it and be, is. become The secure. old
1: research would say okay. that it wasn't, okay, but there's a lot of new research that supports that. And certainly the experiences of my clients and my experience supports that you can become more securely attached. Um, I was just going to say, oh, go ahead. People become addicted to chaos and they become very, very comfortable Mm -hmm. with having their, their attachment style. So if someone is anxiously attached and then they become secure, you're right that it can be really easy to sabotage that because it, feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why I, in yeah. my, my work, I help people re- rewire their brain so secure attachment feels comfortable. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, it probably
0: has yeah. a lot to do with rewiring yes. your brain, neuroplasticity and neuroscience, which is like all the craze these days. But, you know, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that they, it wasn't until about maybe 30 years or so ago that they finally like they realize that yes you can rewire your brain so this it
1: is kind it's of it's a, a it a is a theme, right a newer concept I think, so. and yeah. we, I think um, we knew okay maybe it's mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. but now there's so much research that supports right. you can completely change your life right um yes. yeah yeah yes and it starts yeah here <laughs> and underneath
0: all this hair yeah <laughs> if I could actually do that so let's actually. What I want to do is, um, awesome. I've got your book in front of me, or at least the, the PDF version. Um, so let's go part by part. So part one is doing the internal work, which <laughs> is kind of what. Yeah, yeah. Put that, put that up on the screen. I'm like, put that up there. Look at that. Love. <laughs> da, 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 da. Thank it's you. Beautiful. I love the book cover, and you know what? Like, I love the uh, yes,
1: the Tiffany oh, colors. That's my Those brand.
0: There we go yeah <laughs> i used to, i used to have um, oh, my own french pastry oh, I love business that. and those were my colors oh, so, so fun. i'm like oh. <laughs> so doing the internal work um the first chapter was beliefs about yourself make the unconscious yeah. conscious
1: well so let's so talk many of about us that. have these beliefs that we're not even aware that we have and we're walking around and they are determining mm-hmm. our behaviors our thoughts who we are attracted to um, so I'm really, really big on yep. making sure, you know, what your beliefs are about yourself, because those are going to mm-hmm. impact what you allow to come into your life. It's like, if, if I have a belief that mm-hmm. I'm not enough, I'm not worthy of love. People always leave me. Guess what? I'm going to be attracted to people who yep. aren't going to be able to show up the way I need to. Right. So it's so, it's so, so important to right. know what beliefs you have.
0: Yeah, and a lot of that can stem from, yes. right, parents, um, our upbringing, even our girlfriends and from <clears> society <throat> and social media, like all of this, it's like this beautiful brain of ours is like this little sponge that just soaks up everything. that. And so I think it's um, yes. really the key
1: is unlearning. Yeah. We- yeah, we, we become uh, aware of what the beliefs are, know what they are, and then we can fully let them go, and then rewire a healthy yeah. belief system that supports you. That's that's based in reality because mm-hmm. a, a lot of us we have these unhelpful, terrible beliefs about ourselves, and they're not based in reality. So mm-hmm. it's just right. wild, right? Yeah. You almost
0: have to, I know for me, like after my divorce, um, I did take a little step back and I was like, okay, I don't want to keep yeah. repeating the same crap because again, like the word of the day, exhausting. it is yes. <laughs> it's so exhausting. Like to have to go into another relationship, making the same mistakes. Yes. So like, oh, here we go again. All right, Wendy, let's stop. Let's pause. And Really take a look at like what are your beliefs and having to change those beliefs. So for me, I I really I wanted that for myself for and for a future partner, so that you could go on, on living life without having to deal with some of that same crap that goes on in your mind and then absolutely your life.
1: It's it's the it's the best gift yeah. you could give yeah. to your future partner to to rewire your brain with a healthy belief system.
0: Yeah. So where do you, you start <laughs> well,
1: check that. out this book. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I do. W- what I like is I walk you through with, with exercises. So it's not just like a passive read. You would get your journal out and, and I would tell mm-hmm. you to start with asking nice. yourself like, well, what do I believe about myself and doing a free write for at least 10 minutes and just seeing what, what comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I have, I have people do something called a relationship inventory in the book. And this is where you look at all your past relationships and we're looking at how did those beliefs develop? Because when we have understanding, then we can have compassion and then we can let things go. Mm -hmm. So so yeah, some some powerful exercises in there. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, just looking back for me, like how some of my beliefs changed from one ex to another because of that particular relationship. And, um, yeah, like you said earlier, it's the greatest gift that you can give yourself and your future partner and your entire life just by pausing and like really taking a look at what your beliefs are and creating new beliefs.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what about, Okay. So yeah, beliefs about relationships. I'm sure that's something that people really have to pick apart because you might have these beliefs about yourself, but then there's the beliefs.
1: Yeah. And this one is so sneaky because it can be what our parents, you know, what, what their, um, patterns look like. It could be what we experienced in past relationships, right? We can develop these beliefs from so many. It can be the rom-coms. It could be the Disney princesses. You have a belief that, you have to wait for (laughs) you to come and like save you, you know, it's, it can come from the craziest places. So being willing to ask yourself, wow, what do I believe about a relationship and how it develops and how's it going to unfold? Um, I had a belief that like, Oh, I'll just meet him and I'll know instantly. And then we'll be married within six months. (laughs) And you know, it was, it was this crazy crazy belief system that, didn't serve me. Yeah, that so you could ignore yeah. some of the other things. It would just be a oh, little. It'll all be great, and we'll have a yeah. you know a fairy tale wedding, and like all, all this stuff. And it's like yeah. actually, there's a lot yes. of reality. There's a lot of taking time to get to know someone and develop a connection over time. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we see in the movies. So yeah. you you have to take time to examine no. your beliefs. Right. Yeah,
0: and. I mean, of course, you know, nowadays, instant gratification, yeah. we want everything yesterday. So, but it's still, I mean, not to say, I mean, for me, it's not like it, it was like overnight, but I really mm-hmm. put a lot of work into it. Um, so I feel like I made a lot of changes myself. So it's not like something that will take 10 years. I mean, I, I do feel like we're always a work in progress. But what would you say for someone is like, okay, well, if I'm going to take a step back, like how many months or years do I need to like
1: put a pause I, on dating? Or if at all, great, I don't great know. question. I, I really feel like you have to be at a place. I, I have two things I want you to think about where you could actually have capacity to mm. be excited about going on a date. If you're like, oh, mm. this again, you're not ready. So, so you you have to be, able to be excited <laughs> yeah. and then my second criteria is really important you have to be able to show up with no expectations so if you're in a place where oh i want this to be uh-huh. the one and this is going to work out and this is going to be so amazing and finally i'll have everything i need from a partner if you're showing up with that you're not ready right. so if you can get excited yeah. and you can have zero expectations then you're ready to go on a date yeah i like that That's good advice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, otherwise you're just wasting your time. And I know we'll probably go into this more about a magnet, being a love magnet, and it's the energy that you're putting out there. But if you go out into the dating world of like, I'm really not excited to even go on a
1: date. Oh, oh,
0: for sure. They know that.
1: Have have you done that? Like, I've done that. Where where you're like, I'm going to drag myself (laughs) to this date, you know, and it's just awful. You're like (laughs) yawning at the table. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. Like You know, it's like, that's not the energy you want. No, no. And it's just,
0: yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know about you and everybody else out there, but we're
1: all pretty busy. It's
0: like, why waste your time or an evening or a lunch date or a coffee date? You don't really want to go. Yeah. So speaking of, I know, I think sometimes, myself included at one point, would do that because Mm -hmm. of either feeling lonely or the fear of just being alone. So you kind of felt like, shit, I better get out there. I've got to find someone. Um, And again, for me, one of the things, you know, one of the greatest gifts that I gave myself was I, you know, I took off for a year in an RV by myself and my fear was actually Mm. being lonely. But I, I found out that it wasn't the case at all. I love it. I am like, can like, I do that? Awesome. That sounds great. I know. Um, I know. So, uh-huh. so there is a difference though, right? Between being alone and lonely. So, so what what would you say for someone out there of, like how to overcome that of not being lonely, even Beautiful if you are question. alone for question?
1: We'll we'll get a little bit deep on this on this answer. Mm. So <laughs> But in, in my opinion, we feel (laughs) lonely when we're alone because we have lost the relationship with ourselves. So we've outsourced our self-worth. We've put our self-worth into somebody else's hands. Mm -hmm. We've connected our worth to being in a relationship or being with people. And then if we're alone, we're like, I don't know who I am. I don't feel worthy. I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you have a great relationship with yourself, you love being alone. Yeah. And and I can attest to this. There was yes. periods in my life where I hated being alone because I had outsourced my self-worth. And now I right. love when my yeah. partner is gone for the day. I am like goodbye, kick you out the yeah. door, <laughs> like bye. Do whatever <laughs> I want. Like I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, and I think I think it's so funny. Oh my
1: gosh, correct. you told
0: I me. And I told you that's what was going to happen. The Amazon thing just came up. I was like, oh, there's the book. Damn, let me go to the package room. Um, so yeah, and I was just thinking too. For a lot of people at midlife, um, yeah. they you know they're experiencing emptiness and if they go through a divorce, it's really going to feel empty. They're really I mean, it's going to be so tempting to just jump out yep. there. And start dating when you're not really ready yet. Like, I feel like you have to go through a little bit of a process of healing from an empty nest, healing from the divorce and, and really, like you said, just yeah. being in love with yourself you have and love to be able out with to yourself. reconnect
1: to yourself so that yeah. you don't lose that connection when you're in a new, yeah. um, a new, uh, par- I, I want to say like a, a partnership or if you're, if you're even dating, like if you yeah. haven't connected to yourself, you're not, not going to be able to express your wants, your needs, your boundaries, right? Like, so you owe it to yourself mm-hmm. to slow down and reconnect with you. I, I just was thinking too, that I, I would bet that if
0: someone like really started learning, like their attachment uh, theory and their style, then you really noticed your yeah. partner and future partner. Like if, if you're somebody that's super secure. And then you have this partner that is a little anxious and they like are clingy. You'll be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I need my space. And
1: what's really great is that doesn't mean that that relationship won't work out. You, you can Mm co-create secure attachment with a partner. Both people just have to want to do that. So, but by having the tools you realize, Ooh, my standard is, Secure attachment, and I will show up however I need to in order to create secure attachment. Yeah,
0: I'm so glad that you said that. So even if someone is out there and they're they're in a relationship and they discover like, oh my gosh, I'm very secure, but my yeah. partner is avoidant or anxious, that doesn't mean that that that, that it can't work. Because I'm sure it's, I mean, probably unusual or rare to have two. Secure oh, it, it happens, that, but. You
1: know. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: it happens. Know. But yeah, and we know, all have our triggers. Know. So, you might have someone where 90% of the time you're operating in a securely attached place, and then let's say you lose your job and maybe mm. your your dog dies or something and you're you're showing up anxiously attached, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's true. There's always going to be seasons and with the right partner, mm. you know how to support mm. each other to get back to secure attachment and then you learn how to do it quickly.
0: Yeah. I think that, yeah, you're so right. Just to really tune in and know where you're at and knowing that you can change it. So it's like if you you have the tools yes, to be able to change it, exactly. then it, it's easier. Yeah. So let's see. Um, part one, do the internal work. Part two, attachment theory. Um, so we talked about that. Attachment theory in yeah.
1: Action. So that about? I was so sick of like the clinical textbooks that talk about attachment theory, and you're like they're using a bunch of big words, and mm-hmm. it's not very you know you can't connect with it. So this is really giving you yeah. real life examples of attachment theory in action, what it looks like in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then I'm telling mm-hmm. you the thoughts, the behaviors, um, the ways of being that are connected to each attachment style. So that you can really, really understand it Mm -hmm. and see it for yourself. And it's fun. Because I I was like, I can't write a boring book. You have to laugh. It has to be fun. So (laughs) yeah, you don't seem like a
0: boring person at all.
1: I love I love your website
0: too. Also adorable. Yeah. Blends right in with the book cover, but love it. Um so part three, securely attached dating, securely attached relationships. Um, number six says dating as the securely attached woman get out there and attract a great
1: relationship. I feel like this would be such a good one for, for your audience to talk about this. I I want people to know that dating does not have to be the way that it was in the past for you. You can design a dating life Mm. that feels really good to you. Mm. That feels really enjoyable. So I have a couple tips there, and I know it's in the book in more detail, but making it sustainable by not just doing it all the time. I I tell people, think of it like a gym routine, Mm -hmm. set like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes a day where Mm -hmm. you're using the apps intentionally. You don't want to just be like mindlessly, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to watch my show while I swipe mindlessly. Like you want to show up intentionally and (laughs) do it in short times. Um, Mm -hmm. And just stay consistent. And then my other thing, I have to say this. Dating apps are not relationship building tools. They are opportunity creation. So when we're on a dating app, we're going to project. We're going to come up with all kinds of things about, oh, this person's my perfect person. You don't know anything until you meet them. So think of it as as the opportunity. And then you start gathering data once um. you actually meet the person. And then one, one more tip. First mm-hmm. date should be less than an hour. You want to be boundary. Oh, nice. And we're just saying, yeah. oh, is this person someone I'd like to see again? Is it worth my energy and my emotional investment? Mm-hmm. We've all been on those yeah. those yeah. first dates that are six hours That's long. Wh- and that drives me crazy. You don't know if that person deserves <laughs> that time. like. <laughs>
0: I'm so glad you said that too and especially about the dating apps like like when we first started somebody put a comment they're like oh come on there's pros and cons like yes there are pros and cons but you I think you have to be proactive with the dating apps you can't you can't be mindless about it you you have to be very mindful about what you're putting out there right so Speaking of, let's talk about being a love magnet and the energy that we do. So
1: number one, we have to have abundance mindset. And this is the one that can be so hard for people Mm. because you might have beliefs of there's no one out there, all the good ones are taken, all men are jerks or all women only want my money. Like you might have all these crazy, crazy beliefs, but you have to rewire and say, wow. There are so many people out there who would be so excited to date me and build a great right. relationship um, and know that I am so mm-hmm. worthy of receiving love and and building a, a great partnership with someone. And um, once you start doing that, you realize, oh, my gosh, there's yeah. all these people that I was never attracted to before. <laughs> it's like all these like people yeah. fell from the sky. And it's like, actually, you just changed your belief system and now you're attracted to them.
0: Yeah. Now, and, and I would think too, the more that you get connected with yourself and become more mindful of your beliefs, then the person that you really want yeah. would probably change. Yes. yes. Like yes. who you you're thought tra- you initially tra- wanted, right? Because you're attracted you're like, to a
1: a different minute. people. Yeah. Like I saw. Yeah just a funny how, how story. Like you... I saw Go one ahead. of my yeah. exes at the gym, like a couple weeks ago and hadn't seen him in a couple years. And I'm like, Oh uh-huh. my God, I was attracted to him. Like, it's crazy. Like you do, you do the work and your attraction will change and you'll, you'll blow, you'll blow your mind once you do that. And I would
0: think what male or female, it would be nice for the other person, if you show up to the date and you show up in the yes. relationship very relaxed and secure
1: and confident and comfortable, that's yes. kind like I like just change I always tell people, this energy. is an easy one, but an open palm, and this is in the book too, think about you're trying to catch a bird. Mm-hmm. If you have an anxious attachment style, you're like squeezing yeah. the bird as soon as it lands and then it flies away yeah. and it's like, I never <sighs> want to go back yeah. there. If you have avoidant attachment, you're like telling the bird yeah. to get out out of your your hand. And then if you're securely attached, it's an open palm. Yeah. I have no expectations. Mm-hmm. The bird can come, mm-hmm. it can go. You yeah. know, we we can build a great a great yeah. connection. Yeah, I'm all. That <laughs> mm-hmm. sounds so. I'm like secure attachment is freedom. I think people have to realize that <laughs> that relationships yeah. that are truly secure, there's freedom to be who you are and you you yes. maintain who you are as individuals and you build a great connection.
0: Yeah. And I think too like sometimes people confuse with being detached as being um like insecure or that you're like you're going to lose them if you're too detached, if you're too mm. like easygoing about
1: it. And that's not necessarily No, the case. It's, there's a difference between no expectations yeah. of like, you know, You're saying like, Mm -hmm. I don't need you, but you can still say, I want you, but it's not, Ooh, I need you. This has to work out. That's very different than, yes, I'm interested. I want you, but I'm not going to be devastated or crushed or my life is over if it doesn't work out. Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Um, And if you guys want, if you have any questions, feel free. You can just be (laughs) occupied in your own head, (laughs) says Mike Lee. (laughs) Okay
1: we can. can't
0: can't we all right um so let's see here oh be aware of self-sabotage oh
1: secure that's so funny secure that was because you had and brought that up so I thought that's yeah. so funny it's in the book because yes yeah we we can sabotage yeah. if that we're like oh this is so stable this is so committed like where's the chaos where's the drama and then we might yeah. sabotage so Right. It is about rewiring your brain and saying secure is sexy, and then you you build depth yes. of connection over mm-hmm. time. Yes, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and let's see here, part four: empowered, securely attached, and loved for life. Number nine is be a scientist. So I always tell life.
1: people What's you want to be a love scientist. So you're putting your lab coat on mm-hmm. and you are gathering the data about how you feel when you're with someone, what the relationship feels like, if you enjoy the connection and you're just gathering data. Um, so there's no failure right. in dating. It's all learning. You're you're a scientist. Um, yes. And if, if you don't feel how you want to feel, there's your data that it's probably not the right person for you. Right, exactly. And
0: that is, I would think, mm-hmm. just really making yourself a priority. Yeah, learning.
1: Learning to tune inward because a lot of people are so focused on, ooh, you know, do they think I'm cute? Are they going to want to see me again? And they're so externally (laughs) focused that they're not tuning inward to say, well, how do I feel with this person? Do I even like being around them? Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
1: And then what about um embody So I know, a love I know that part in the book. I'm talking a lot about how do you maintain this for life? Because I I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of us that mm-hmm. can experience some change and then something happens and we we lose all our progress. But some of the things I talk about are learning how to practice surrender, where we have clarity on yes. the outcomes that we desire, but we surrender the how. Cause there's a lot of people I meet who are like, I'm going to yeah. meet my partner. It's going to be at my best friend's wedding. And then we're going to date for six months. Then we're going to get married by, by one year. And, <laughs> and so many high achieving women like have this timeline, but, but surrender yes. the how yeah. and just get clear on, on the outcome that you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would think just, mm-hmm. just let it be, just let yeah. it take its course. Open,
0: open palm, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Open palm. Yeah. Someone just said, um, oh, yeah, Mike Lee. Mike Lee 4691. Um, the new buzzword is energy. Do yeah. You know, have and good an, energy, an energy bad is energy. something that we
1: feel, right? It's not something we can really articulate mm-hmm. in a logical sense. But that's why tuning into yourself and saying, well, what do yeah. I feel in this person's energy? Do you feel, right. like, more energized? Does it give you energy? Or do you feel drained? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel like you can't be yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, The best energy to be around is someone where you go, wow, I get to show up as who I am. I feel like I'm my best self when Mm -hmm. I'm with them. uh, And I feel energized in their presence. Right. right? Like, like that's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Someone
0: just said, um, I'm a, whoops. Let me go back. I'm a 51-year-old
1: retired police officer who's divorced, and my daughter asks me if I'm
0: lonely, and I tell her, just because I'm alone
1: doesn't mean I'm lonely. Yes, Word. you can have a great relationship <laughs> with yourself and be open to connection, and you're not you're not rushing yeah. anything, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Does, do you think it helps to define,
0: um, and in which way, the person that you're wanting to I, attract? I do. The type of person. Person, I do personality do, to an extent, mm-hmm. I think
1: people will focus on the wrong things. Um, but when you focus on yeah. how you want to feel, and then I, I say, I also mm-hmm. say, when you focus on the kind of relationship culture that you want to build, so like, yes. what will it look like? What will you do together? How will you connect? Will you have open, honest, you know, yeah. conflict? Um, when you focus on culture and how you want to feel, right? those are great. But if you're like, he has to be six, four and drive, you know, it's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And make
0: X amount of money and all that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Cause I think like you do end up attracting someone that you yes. would not
1: think that yes. you would
0: have originally. Right. And I would bet, too, that even though, like, you go into this of, okay, I want to have a better relationship with myself, um, become more conscious of my beliefs, and I want to attract the right person, as you're going through this whole process, your other relationships are going to change, which is nice. relationships change.
1: It's amazing. The the women I coach, they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I got a raise at work. And I spoke to my dad for the first time (laughs) in six years, and I'm... Healed the relationship with yeah. my sister. It's like, whoa. So yeah, you change and everything yeah. else changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because as you become secure with yourself and secure in your intimate relationships, you become secure yeah. with your friends, with your boss, with your children, yeah. whatever. Right? So it does make it, it's a nice, relaxed, detached, surrendered type of being, which is Absolutely. something we all long for. And- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're, um, I looked at your, let me pull this up here, your website you again, which is awesome. You have, yes. yeah, you have the relationship program, um, the Empowered, Secure, Loved, eight-week program. It's designed to take you from lonely to loved, confused yes. to empowered, anxious
1: to secure. Love it. Is So is, is that yeah. year-round? It is, it has. Okay every month um and i i just love i love getting to oh, do nice. that work and over 400 women at this point and you know i get people saying like oh my gosh i'm engaged or wow i'm having a baby now it's like it's crazy to see all the outcomes um but the best outcome that is, is so women cool. who are showing up confident and they love themselves and they're happy right yeah. like like that's what we want <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, that's the best part of the whole thing. And then um, your podcast. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get
1: vulnerable. That's where I got the the idea. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's, did you
0: really yes. i was like i had Besides. that song in my. i was like i was gonna do that at the <laughs> intro and i know da, 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 da. um and then your book of course your book you can get um
1: amazon Am- uh, amazon where, is, where is where the best spot um and i will say for the next five days it's 99 cents for the kindle so don't miss out mm-hmm. it's like Oh, nice. I just wanted to get it yes. to as many people as possible. Oh, that's yeah. really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be changing so many lives for sure. Um, What did this? Oh, Mike, you should actually have a guy in the mix of this conversation. It would spice it up. Yeah. Guys can always <laughs> right. add a little spice, right? <laughs> we just yes. need more time, Mike, you know? <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Um, Love magnet. I like, I know that is such a love magnet. I love that. I love, love magnet. I love, I love lamp.
1: I love lamp. Yes. You know, we want to, we want to become a magnet for it where you're not having to do all the work. It's not exhausting. You're off the roller coaster and it's just coming to you because that's how it's meant to be. So I'm glad
0: you said that too, because I think of it, it's, it's like the law of least effort. When you can just relax into it. I think it's so. And yes. I, to me, it makes it more exciting. It, it's really cool to be able to just sit back, comfortable with yourself, knowing what you want, knowing who you are, let it come, and just let it come to you. And I, and, and wherever they come, like yes. if it's at the grocery store, if it's um, online, if it's swiping, whatever, like they will come. And I think it's yeah. just having that faith that they they will show up someday. Absolutely, someday they will
1: be there. This, is, yeah. this has been so fun, oh, Wendy. Nice. I, I love your energy. Speaking of energy, thank you for having me. Oh, <laughs> I, I have hey, too much. You could never have too much. I love it. You're great. <laughs> well, and I'll be, I mean, uh, let's see. Would you say right you're, now, yes. you're in Montana?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm in Chicago. Like, the lighting has been so, That's. I think I told you before we went yes. live. I had to put on this bright shirt. Because it's not that it's warm outside, it's actually well, I just got done for an hour, someone's still like sweating, but it's been so great here in Chicago. I'm like, oh my god! But in 15 days, I'm moving to Portugal. Oh my gosh,
1: I'm excited for you! Yeah, wow, you'll have to come
0: see me. I love it, (laughs) yeah, it'll
1: be so much fun. Lots of sunshine, and I'll get to wear this shirt. That's amazing, I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. So I'll be doing I'll be doing the Instagram lives
1: on the beach. I am happy for you. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, so yeah, your website, you guys make sure you go to drmorgancoaching.com and follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. as you can tell, and then, um, I'm going to post this on my page, but then I will also upload this onto the podcast for, what, is it, what did I say? Monday, I the 16th the Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the Midlife Makeover Show live on Instagram. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of this fabulous show. Number one, Join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically, anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to themidlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, join us for the next Instagram live show. The cool thing about IG Lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. How cool is that? Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows on my profile. Number three, check out my Midlife Makeover Method online course available at midlifemakeovermethod.com. In this fabulous four-week online course presented by your hostess of the Midlife Moses, you will embark on an awesome journey of transformation. I will help you discover your number one wish, uncover your why, and get you taking action towards creating a life you love. Over four weeks, we will go through four phases of seed to flight. You will walk away
1: with a midlife metamorphosis.